You're listening to the Moving Overseas podcast with your host, Louise Rook. for this season. We've been focusing on a move to the US and all of the essential parts that go with that. And I've been speaking to families who have made that move from the UK, from Europe. And we've discussed city living versus suburbs from state to state. And we've also discussed health insurance and other minefields that families encounter when moving over here for the first time. And I also spoke to an expat expert and a relocation concierge, both of whom had some excellent advice for anyone making the move over here. So in today's episode, I've put together every top tip that has come out of each of those interviews as a summary for those of you that want a quick snapshot of the most essential advice for moving over to the US. These tips come from professional moving experts and from folks who have gone through the whole process themselves with families and pets and everything else that they've brought with them. Now, very quickly, before we dive into those, I have two very quick news items to share with you. The first is that after today's episode, the Moving Overseas podcast will actually be on hiatus for a couple of months while we prepare for the next season. There's so much more to come in the upcoming season, but I'm also in the process of making some changes and some improvements to make sure that the podcast continues to be full of useful content for those of you that are planning and embracing a move overseas. So if you haven't listened to all of the episodes yet from all three seasons, then now's your chance to scroll through and catch up. Now, the second bit of news, and this is just a reminder, really, that the Moving Overseas podcast is sponsored by money transfer giant XE.com. And for you as a listener, that is good news. As expats or folks that are living overseas, we all need to transfer money internationally from time to time. And XE have been fantastic because as sponsors of the show, they have offered very special transfer rates for my listeners only. And it's hassle-free. They have an app. All you need to do is click on the XE link via my website, familiesmovingoverseas.com, and then set an account up. It doesn't take very long. It's literally as easy as that. And then you get the special rates. Okay, so let's move on with today's episode. These are the essential takeaways from interviews across the US season. First up, I asked Nicola Robinson, who moved over to Illinois with her family from Yorkshire in the UK. I asked her what best pieces of advice she could share with us. I'd love it if you could give us two top pieces of advice for families who are sort of looking to move over to the US. What what would they be? So my two pieces of advice would be is to make two lists. Your first list is what do I need to do in my home country before we go? So that's that's going to be a long list. As I said, I think ours had about 70 things on it that we needed to do. And then do a separate list of what do we need to do when we land. And we just found it really straightforward to have two separate lists so that we weren't worrying about the second list while we were tackling the first huge list. So two checklists, one before you leave and then one when you land. And you need to try and get everything when you land in the right order, particularly in the States. You know, you need to do your driving test before you buy a car. You need to have your social security number before you do this. So you need to try and get them in the right order. But having those two lists was really helpful for us. That is great advice, actually, because there is so much to do on both ends. And actually, the order of them is kind of pivotal as well, because like you say, you can't really do much here 
it until you've got a social security number, especially for official things like driver's license and stuff like that. So that's really important. Any others? Yes. My second one would be be kind to yourself. It is a big deal. It's going to take a lot out of you. It's going to take a lot out of you mentally. It's going to take a lot out of you emotionally. So be kind to yourself. Have grace for yourself. If you're moving with a family, have grace for each other just to get through this together. Um, You will experience brain fog because there's so much newness that you're not doing anything automatically. So everything becomes more of a challenge because it's all new. You're using your short-term memory. You're not accessing those long-term automatic tasks that you do all the time. So you will get that brain fog. So you just need to be really kind to yourself, be gracious to yourself. You know, I think I took up um, drinking coffee when we landed. I don't really drink coffee at all, but was down down in it by the gallon just to get me through the brain fog. I've, I've managed to weed myself off it now. But yeah, just be kind to yourself. I was like, oh, I'm going to take this coffee habit and run with it because I just need it in this season. So yeah. be kind. I like that. So really, your second piece of advice is just start drinking coffee and you'll just handle everything. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Danny Blackburn, who moved to Chicago with her husband and two daughters, had this to share. If you had two top pieces of advice for families who are looking to move, I wouldn't just say to the US. I mean, let's make it more specific than that. If you're le- they're looking to move to Chicago, what would they be? Um, I would definitely say to join a group such as the Brits in Chicago group on Facebook, purely because you've got people who are living there right now who can give you advice that and it's honest. It's not going to be biased from from whichever party. It's very honest advice. Um, so definitely join a Facebook group where you can do that. And then I would say for Chicago specifically, everyone told us it's a city of neighborhoods. And we didn't realize how true that was until we moved here. And each neighborhood offers you something so different. And particularly if you're a family, there are going to be areas where, you know, West Loop, generally, you wouldn't want to live there because it's less family oriented. Where we are is great for families and there's quite a bit to do. So I would definitely look into the different neighborhoods and what they offer. Robbie Mazzo, who moved from Italy to the States by himself before later moving back to the US from Ireland with his family. So the next question I want to ask you, and this is really the important one for people listening who are, you know, considering or they've accepted a job and they're moving to the US with their family for the first time. What would your two top pieces of advice be for those families who are who are looking to move to the US for the first time? The first is do your research. Spend time doing research, particularly connected to the place you're moving to. Every place is different. You know, big city, small city, small town, every state is different. I, I think that's crucial. You need to know where you're going. America is a big country. If you say you're going to New York, it's not the same as going to Chicago or going to uh, Santa Barbara in California. Absolutely. I mean, every place is different. I think this is crucial to get a sense of where you're going. Yeah, I mean, there are certain issues like related to bureaucracy that are all the same, but every place is different. And uh, the second piece of advice, expect the unexpected. Everything looks great. And then something happens. Like uh, they want a piece of document and you don't even know where to find it. So sometimes you get frustrated because you think that everything is smooth. You, you've done your job. Uh, you know, someone is, someone's going to take care of that, but it's not. I, I think always leave room for something that might turn wrong or you never expected. Anna Viord, professional moving concierge, originally from Germany, who resides in Florida. 
So for the folks that are listening to this podcast in particular, they are obviously looking at making moves overseas. Can you share your three most useful tips or pieces of advice for those people? Have a plan. I think that's my my biggest advice. Have a plan and give yourself deadlines. Try to fill in the biggest pieces into your plan first, which is probably the movers itself, because there you're going to have to decide on a date. And then everything's going to go around that date. You know, when are you going to, I don't know, get rid of your car or ship your car? So um, I would put in the the big dates first and then tr- kind of tr- uh, work around those. I personally love working with lists and I actually tick them off and it feels so good when, you know, something is gone and gone and you can say, did that, did that, did that. So you know what you have left to do because you will forget. There's just so many things to think about. And then lastly, I would say, get yourself help. I mean, it is too much to do uh, by yourself. Uh, you know, if your family moving, you have children running in between, uh, you need to take care of them as well. And they're more expensive. They're, sorry, they're more important than the move. So, <laughs> but they are also more expensive. <laughs> they are. <laughs> um, so it, it is, as sometimes people think that hiring somebody like me um, will cost them a lot of money. But in most cases, that's not true. I, I'll speak for myself. Most of my services are actually completely free to the client. I don't actually charge for most of the things that I do. So, wow. um, yes, it's not it's not doesn't mean that it gets any pricier, but it means that you get, you know, some extra help, some extra advice, some peace of mind, because you know that it's taken care of uh, and extra time to enjoy um, your last moments in your old home. Marloes Verhoeven, Dutch psychologist who moved over 20 years ago and started a business and a family over here. So Marloes, I'd love to know if you had two top pieces of advice for families who are moving over to the US for the first time, what would they be? establish a community for yourself. That is arguably the most important thing you can provide for yourself and for your children if you have them. And the second piece of advice would be to really immerse yourself in the culture, uh, exploring the country, traveling within the USA. There is so much to see. There's so much diversity. It's one big country, but it is completely different if you're walking around in New York or you're going to visit the beaches of Florida, or you go to uh, the San Diego Zoo, right? Or, or the yeah. mountains in Colorado. This country is just so diverse. And, and once we are allowed to, uh, to travel safely again, um, I, 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 would, I would say, you know, go wherever you want to go, whatever you want to see, uh, because this is your opportunity to do that. Deborah Dehub, expat expert on living your best life abroad. Deborah, you are the expat expert. So tell us what the key is to living your best life abroad. Just in one, you know, um, obviously that's a huge question. But what would you say is the key to living your best life when you're moving overseas? Wow, that's that's a good question. I wish I had... (laughs) A, a concise answer. Yes. <laughs> like I would write a book and be rich. <laughs> be a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, everyone is different. And if I had to boil it down to one thing is going back to that what for, that carrot on the stick. When you're clear on that, you know, the bad days will be a lot more bearable because you know what you're doing things for. So knowing your what for, being really clear on that, um, and, and being something that comes from inside you, not what others think you should do, or you think that others think you should do, 
I think that is like the, if I had to choose one key, that would be it. People who are listening to this podcast are probably in the throes of organizing a move overseas. So what would your one or two pieces of advice be to those people? Well, I think that um, this happened also what was said before, prepare beyond the obvious practical stuff. So be aware of that. Like the, the practical stuff, the logistics, the packing is obvious, right? So go beyond the obvious and understand what's behind that. Because if you don't, it might bite you in the ass afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it's painful. Um, yeah. And then when, when you're planning to move abroad, we are many times doing research. Uh, cost of living, schools, um, place to live, you name it. Mm-hmm. So be very aware of a thing called confirmation bias. And this is a bias that we all have as human beings where we tend to absorb information and retain information that already confirms what we believe in. So when we research, we might be held hostage of this confirmation bias. So when you're doing your research, make sure to have sources and information that go beyond people's opinions on Facebook. Um, Ask for other family members or friends to look into your conclusions and to question them. You know, like um, ask a friend who, you know, like, oh, I'm looking for a school for my child. So I've come and have them kind of be the devil's advocate. Because when you're doing this alone, it's very hard to, you know, to counteract or to be the other, uh, the sounding board. And and the final thing is don't fall into three common traps that I see. The first trap is to think that I'm going to start a fresh life and, be, you know, start everything new in the new place. You're not because you're going with you and you bring your baggage inside you. Um The second trap is, oh, I've moved before, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, You've moved before, but probably to a different place in a different time in your life with a different, perhaps with a different financial situation. So it's never the same. And the the other trap is only to focus on logistics and completely ignore the underlying emotional aspect. So there they are, the top pieces of advice from folks who have done it themselves and all professional moving experts. I hope that helps you if you are in the throes of prepping for a move over here. There is a lot to consider. Now, this brings us to the end of the US season. And as I mentioned at the beginning, the podcast will be on hiatus now for the next couple of months. We're going to make some changes, some improvements, just sharpen and prepare for the next season. Please stay subscribed if you are, um, so that when the new season begins, you'll be notified and the new episode will automatically download and in the meantime if you want to get in touch you can you can go to the website familiesmovingoverseas.com or you can email me directly louise at familiesmovingoverseas.com thank you so much for listening i will be back you've been listening to the moving overseas podcast with louise rook for more info go to familiesmovingoverseas.com